This is a HeadGum Podcast. Oxygen is offering best-in-class personal and business banking with no fees and a lot of perks. No matter what bank you're using, they try and get you with fees here and there, even on things like incoming wires, and they that those kinds of things get you in debt. Oxygen offers no-fee banking. Oxygen banking is elevated high-end banking with a ton of perks and no fees. You can download the app and open a checking account in a minute, and you'll get an amazing contactless card in cool packaging. Use your Oxygen card and get immediate points, uh, or uh, immediate cash back rather, no points or gimmicks, 5% cash back at Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and Walmart, 5% cash back on gas, 5% cash back on food delivery, Uber, and Lyft. Create single-use disposable virtual Visa cards in the app that self-destruct after one payment to safely pay online. Or create virtual Visa cards, up to 30 active cards at a time, that you can lock to specific merchants or utilities, like setting a $20 a month limit on a card for Netflix or a $100 a month limit for your phone. They won't be able to overcharge you monthly over the set limit, and if you lose your card number, no one else can use that number. Using your Oxygen Visa debit card, you can take cash out at more than 55,000 ATMs with no fees. For reference, Chase has 16,000 free ATMs. You can mail physical checks to anyone from within the app or pay bills. When you move your check paycheck slash payroll slash tax refund over to Oxygen, your pay can show up up to two full days earlier. Download the Oxygen Banking app on the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store for Android. Open an account today. Just put in $200 and Oxygen will give you a $25 bonus to try that amazing new banking experience for yourself. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I am doing very well. Uh, I'm drinking wine mm, out of a can. What? Look at that. Wine out of a can. Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. It's white wine because I'm classy. Well, you don't white know that. It's in a can. Than red wine? That's true. It's like that Crystal Pepsi. Any... When, when they were selling Crystal Pepsi <laughs> in a can, I, that's when I knew, uh, that's when I finally figured out, uh, this is all a scam. Oh, Who cares I, if it's crystal clear? It's in a dang can. I thought it was a can or, or a scam, but I thought it was because they were in cahoots with the uh, glasses industry, you know, that you would have to then pour it into a glass to make sure uh, it was crystal Pepsi. And all of a sudden, you know, you're buying more glasses. And then all of a sudden the washing machine guys, they they get wind of this and they're like, hey, more glasses, more washing. Sounds like it's right up our alley. Tom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a guy who's never done an ounce of <laughs> stitch of housework, huh? I've never had a dishwasher, Tim. Mm. I do it the old fashioned way by hand. You put all your glasses in a washing machine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you wind up with no glasses and you got to throw the washing machine out. You... You can find another use for that washing machine. If it's just full of glass everywhere? Yeah, just put rags in there. Where Do you ever buy rags? Mm-hmm. Where do you buy rags? Oh, like a kitchen supply store or something? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm talking like rag rags. I'm not talking a uh, kitchen towel. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't know. What are you getting at here? What, what <laughs> I'm is- just saying, like, 
you know, a few times I've done like home improvement things and they're like, get a rag and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can I buy a rag or is a rag just always like an old T-shirt that you've cut I up? I think a rag is just an old towel. It's just something that it's it's a towel you, you don't, don't care about. Exactly. All right. And like at some point you're going to care about it. I, I feel like every rag was once like a, a beloved uh, <laughs> kitchen towel. Even the ones you buy at a store? Yeah. Wow. Wait, rag? Do you... What are you talking about? Do you think you go you to a about? store and buy, there's like a bin of dirty rags that you buy? <laughs> You're the one who told me you can buy them at a store. No, you buy the towels and then towels become rags. So if I walk into a store and I'm like, you got any rags here? Or they're going to be like, no, but we got towels that could become rags. Yeah, well, they'll probably be like, yeah, they're they're over there, you know, like uh, cheap kitchen towels. Yeah. But And you're saying... I should make sure they're dirty before I leave so that they're technically a rag? I'm not saying you should do anything, Tom. I'm, uh-huh. I'm saying, you know. I just want to know, can I go into a store? Do they have a section of the store labeled rags? And do no. they have products that say rags on them? It's like the way that you could buy a caterpillar, but you can't buy a butterfly. What? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I can buy a caterpillar, but I can't. Is that... Tim, I'm I'm being I'm lost in this metaphor. Yeah, it, it didn't really make any sense. I don't think you can buy caterpillars or butterflies. <laughs> well, and I was gonna ask, can I buy those? Like, what store can I go to where they're like, oh, we, uh, you want a caterpillar that isn't a butterfly yet, or you want one that became a butterfly? Actually, when I was in third grade, we did a science mm-hmm. unit where we got caterpillars and we yeah. watched them go into cocoons and then become butterflies so apparently you can buy at least like 26 caterpillars but here's the thing with that tim i remember as a kid asking the teacher questions i've always been curious about these types of things where they come from <laughs> about rags stuff it wasn't <laughs> about it wasn't rags about rags caterpillars you name it and i remember asking the teacher like where do these come from and uh, they explained to me, like, oh, it's a, like a science supply thing. And I was like, cool. Can I get one of those catalogs? Like, I might be interested in some of this stuff. And he was like, no, you can't have a catalog. Yeah. And That's a weird she, thing for a kid to was, ask. Yeah, but if you – why wouldn't you want a catalog full of thing, live animals you can order through the mail? I could understand why sicko – uh, eight-year-old Tom Reynolds no, wanted it, that. It wasn't to do. I could see why a, a, a responsible teacher would not want you to be be ordering live animals out of a catalog. Where did they get those crayfish? Probably the same place. Maybe I don't know. I didn't think yeah. to ask. Well, you should have asked. They would have told you. Although you know what, Tim, I asked, and now I've had to live my life being haunted, knowing uh, the answer, but not being able to order any of these for myself. Tom, it's been more than four, 30 years. You could have looked up these. I mean, Tom, the stuff that you tell me that you buy on the dark web, you don't <laughs> think you can get some caterpillars or, or crayfish? I don't buy things on the dark web. Please don't besmirch my uh, reputation on this podcast, sure, Tim. Sure. You've never bought anything on the dark web that made my skin crawl. Fine. <laughs> Team, that was as a goof, just a just a Halloween goof. Some real sick stuff, Tom. Some real terrifying stuff. Yeah.
They they sent you just a severed hand in a box. Yeah, I don't like that you get it shipped to my home. Why did we start talking about rags? Why do you bring rags up? I think I, <laughs> Tom, this might uh, this might be surprising to you. I think you're the one who brought up rags. Why would I've brought up rags? I don't recall anything along those lines. You were going to tell um, me uh, how your week was, but or you can go back to uh, uh, if you remember why real I brought up rags. Tom, this is why you brought up rags. I brought up wine in a can. Oh, yes. Wine in a can. And you asked me if white wine is classy. Right. Is it classier than red wine? My impression is no. That hmm. both are equally classy, I think. Okay. I always thought that um, if you wanted to get uh, drunk or like uh, like red wine was was the way to go. Like if you wanted right. to get like uh, you wanted to that white wine was use lighter. wine to yeah exactly. But it, it's like hey you know look there there's drinking because you're enjoying the act of drinking or the taste or nobody likes the taste of yeah, alcohol. Yeah, you say that all the time that nobody actually likes drinking, which makes it so much more horrible that you drink as much as you do. <laughs> as much as I do, Tom. No knowing that you you hate it. You can't you can't stand the taste, but you're willing to do it for how it makes you feel. What age were you when you stopped lying to the doctor about how much uh, alcohol you consume? Um, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I don't actually consume all that much alcohol these days. I consume alcohol when we're recording. Yeah, this is the only time I really drink yeah. ever. But other times, like, I'll have uh, one or two. If I'm, like, uh, having dinner or relaxing an after-work drink. Having breakfast. Having bre- Well, sometimes if it was a tough night the night before and I'm still hungover, uh, yeah. yeah, then I might have one for breakfast. Um, so that's your answer. That's what I uh, that that's what I tell the doctor. I tell the doctor the truth except for Thursday nights. So you don't say like how many? Well, this is this is uh, this is the difference between you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, your tolerance. Uh, is very high my tolerance Um, isn't that high well then why is it sometimes we're recording (laughs) and we're recording this episode and uh the patreon episode in the same night Uh and by the end of the patreon episode you crack open a beer and you're like oh there's number nine (laughs) well because and then i say things that i regret on the patreon episode so I don't have a high tolerance, Tim. I'm yeah. uh, uh, close to blackout drunk during those episodes usually. Now, do you think canned wine is um, classy now? Do you think it's been uh, uh, I don't everything think has been democratized and everybody's like, hey, don't judge the, the vessel? Well, I was going to say I don't think it's classy, but I think it's been destigmatized. Yeah. I think if think anything— it's because of uh, Sofia Coppola? Did she have something to do with it? She came out with a, a canned wine. Well, she probably just took some of her dad's wine and put it in a can. Well, that's what you said about her her movies, too. <laughs> she Ooh, her just, dad's probably secretly. Yeah, oh. he's probably making them, and then she's putting them in the film can. Yeah. And saying, I made this. Um, 
No, because she's a lot better at directing movies than her dad, in my opinion. Really? You think so? I think so. Well, as in recent in recent times, I will say. I think I've enjoyed her movies more than I've enjoyed her father's movies. Yeah. Although, like now, I'm thinking about it, and yeah, I her dad is very good. Look, hey, everybody's good, and they make great wine. And sometimes they put it in cans. And where that wine came from, who knows? Everyone in the extended Coppola family, uh, Jason Schwartzman, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The Arquettes, are the Arquettes in that, or are they their own thing? No, they're, 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 they're their the Arquettes. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Wouldn't you like to go to a Coppola family reunion? Not really. I don't know any of those people. <laughs> you know Never Nicolas met Cage. Never <laughs> and and if you were at their family reunion, you could just walk up and be like, "Hey, I'm cousin Tim," and uh, Nicholas Cage would be like, "Oh, all right, how you doing, man?" And you'd be like, oh, "I'm doing great, Nicholas Cage, my cousin. Let's uh, let's go out and tear the town up together as family. Do some more, Nicholas Cage. Uh, all right, yeah. Let let let's go out and tear up the town." Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. George W. Bush, Tom, is what that is. (laughs) Well, they're both, they're not both from Texas. I don't think either of them is from Texas. (laughs) They're both icons. They're both style icons. That's true. They are both style icons. Um, But I think, uh, yeah. So drinking out of a can, I also think people, People nowadays, they see a can of wine and they're like, oh, a can of wine. They're interested in it. They're not judgmental about it. I'll tell you why I got this can of wine, Tom. Mm -hmm. Because the alternative was a bottle of wine. Mm. And wine goes bad really quickly, especially when you're only drinking one night a week. Yeah, I don't know oh, that, yeah, I could, gotta, that I could put a cork in that wine and then pick it up again next week, right? That's That's no good. Uh, yeah, you've got to, once you open wine, I mean, I've never had nice, but I assume nice wine goes bad even quicker. You got to drink it within like the next few days. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that. At the most. Yeah. So So, uh, unless you get box wine, box wine actually keeps very well mm -hmm. because it stays sealed. No air gets in there. Or you can get one of those, uh, pump things. You ever see those pump things for a wine bottle? Yeah, it's that weird thing that like goes, looks like a cork, but it's got a thing, and you gotta yeah. Yeah, you pump it like a bike pump. Yeah, not Get interested in gadgets. I'm not interested in any kind of. I bet you have one of those things, don't no, you? No, even though but you I'm don't really think- drink wine. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, and I should get one because uh, that'd be fun to have. Um, Just buy some cans of wine. No, well, I don't. I don't think the liquor store near me sells cans of wine. I'll have to yeah. can, can my own wine. You can come to my neighborhood, Tom. Uh, and uh, I had to buy this in a four-pack. Mm-hmm. $38. What? Why didn't you just buy a bottle of wine? And just like like buy like a $12 bottle of wine yeah. and drink a little bit of it and then dump <laughs> yeah, the rest down the drain? Yeah, just throw it in the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't think... Uh, well, no, I, that didn't occur to me until just this moment, and I wish I had. Tim, uh, by the time you're hearing this podcast, actually not you, Tim, you're hearing this podcast live, but by the time other people are hearing it, I will have uh, gone over the hill, as they say, and I will be 40 years old. 
Lordy, Lordy. Look who's 40. Look who's 40. Me. Tom Reynolds. Tom, mm-hmm. do you think that potentially you've already crested this hill? You've already reached the peak. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that I didn't. I'm hoping that I live to be at least 80 years old. That'd be nice. Right. Uh, as long as I'm not like, I don't know, you know, tied up somewhere when that, when, <laughs> what? <laughs> like in a dungeon or something. I don't want that. Yeah, no, but, yeah, yeah. If but, uh, things are really bad, you don't want to be. Yeah, but if I'm, I'm if I'm still up and moving around at eighty, uh, that'd be great. I'd be I'd be happy with that. But yeah, there's uh, definitely a, a a chance that yeah, that I uh, went over the hill like five years ago and didn't know it at the time. Yeah, I mean or, you'll or, never or, know or when may, you're over the hill, or maybe even uh, nineteen years ago. Yeah, you never. Hey, you never know. Yeah. Um, I. You know, over the hill is a uh, is a thing that they put on greeting cards and like mm-hmm. balloons and stuff. It's the like, I never realized for for a while. I, I was blissfully ignorant of what that meant. It's like no, it means you're more than halfway to dying now. Now you're just running out the rest of your life. Yeah, no, I remember when my dad turned forty. And and asking, I forget how old I was, but like asking, yeah, I was pretty young. Like, what does that mean? And having it explained to me, and having like a real existential crisis about yeah. like, wow. And you're like joking about it, <laughs> having yeah, having cool. a party with a bunch of theme things. Uh, that yeah. seems sick. Well, but that's uh, society. Uh, how pissed off are you mm-hmm. that? The um, acceleration of kind of technology and medical advancements mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is just going such... to just miss us. Yeah. Like, I feel like people who are five years younger than us will live mm-hmm. 50 years longer than us. <laughs> and yeah, it will be in some sort of hellscape. Cyberspace. No, like some hellscape freaking... Uh, either super hot or super cold or uh, mm-hmm. underwater or you know it's on un- un- uninhabitable in clouds yeah but i don't know i think it's it's gonna suck dying of something that like two years later they're gonna be like <laughs> oh, nobody will ever die of this again <laughs> yeah i've i've read articles that are like uh you know have titles like the last generation that will die mm. it's like well that sucks that that yeah. would stink Although that'd be kind of cool. You'd be at like the end of the history books because they probably wouldn't write history books anymore if people stopped dying. What are you talking about? They'd be I like, mean, things would just get bad if people <laughs> stopped dying. They'd be like, you know, hey, you want to know what happened 100 years ago? I don't know. Go ask somebody. Or you remember. Mm. You were there. Oh, <laughs> That's what the history books will say at the end of them. You remember you, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim, by that point, we might have talking textbooks for all we know. Well, <laughs> they might have figured that out. Um, I didn't know. You know, I was obviously doing some research about this stuff. And um, uh, two things. About turning 40? Yeah. Okay. Well, two things about over the hill. Uh, one is that over the hill merchandise is a lot harder to find it seems now than it did in the past but i might just be thinking 
because I might just be thinking that because Spencer Gifts took a hard turn, I feel like at some point from over the hill gifts to like goth uh, accessories. Yeah. The hot topicification of Spencer Gifts. It's um, sad. Yeah, really, really. Uh, where Where's somebody supposed to go to get like a, a fart machine? Or yeah, like, or like a bow tie a, for a penis or something. Yeah, or a squeaky toy in the shape of a boob. Yeah, or even just uh, fake boobs you can put on uh, so it looks like you have boobs. Yeah. No, as long as we have more... Posters of the Joker, <laughs> and right? And Jack back, Skellington stuffed animals. Yeah, back in my day, a, a Jenny McCarthy poster or or a Jennifer Aniston was all we needed. Yeah, is that so? Is that too much to ask, yeah. Mister Spencer? <laughs> so yeah, Spencer's gifts uh, doesn't carry that much, but they do carry a few things that I found that all looked great. Um, it, like a very, very small selection now. Uh, they sell one gag gift. It was $6 and, um, it is just a, uh, popsicle stick and some medical tape and it is called old man's pecker erector. Get wood guaranteed. Do you understand how this product would work, Tim? You I would, think I think I you, do. It took me a second. You would use it to splint your penis as though it were a broken appendage, right? They also in lieu of naturally getting aroused, right? Which uh, men over forty are in, in completely incapable of. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> um, but then they also had. Uh, uh, even though they had very limited amount of products, they had two products that I liked that I that if somebody gave them to me, I would have been happy. One was uh, it was five dollars for three sets of beads that just said old fart on them. Beads? Yeah, like beads, bead necklaces. Like Mardi Gras beads? Kind of, but like not that festive. Like... They they looked. I think they were like black. They they weren't very. Uh, Does they, each bead have a different letter on it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. It, I'm, I'm understanding this this bead necklace now. Yeah, but they like kind of weren't even party beads. I guess a little bit. They were pretty long. It looked like. All right. But five dollars for three sets of beads that say "old fart" on them. That's cool. <laughs> Did you buy things from the Spencer Gifts website? <laughs> no, I should have though. If I had looked earlier, if I if I could have gotten them in time, going to kick you out of the house. <laughs> the other one, I think this one was only like nine dollars, and it was like a satin sash that you wear. You know, like a like a, a beauty pageant winner would wear, and it, on the sash it just said "old as shit." <laughs> I like that, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Right. If if you were at a bar and somebody walked in wearing a sash that said old as shit and they were by themselves, they weren't, you know, with like a party or anything. Just nah. like waiting for somebody or like <laughs> no, waiting not for waiting, a date. just just out by themselves. Okay. Uh having a having a drink after work. Uh you know what if I saw that I'd probably go to a different uh bar. Yeah. Um, I don't you ever you know what one thing I don't miss about going to bars? What's that? Um, since we can't go to bars at the moment, maybe never again. 
um, is uh, when someone walks in alone doing something weird and you're like, Hmm, is this gonna be a mass shooting? And then you just kind of like focus on that guy the whole the yeah, whole night. Is this gonna be a thing? As he does his weird loner shit. Well, I don't even think about like. Yeah, there have been times where I, yeah I've been worried about a mass shooting because it's America in the twenty twenties. Yeah. Um, but I've also like seen I've been in bars where somebody walks in and you're just like oh. God, this is going to be a fucking thing. Like this guy is going to come over and talk to me. And like. To be I, fair, Tom, you don't like it when anybody talks exactly. to you for any reason. Well, whatsoever. And that's why it's a bad. Sometimes the bartender's like, hey, what can I get you? And I'm like, like, hey, oh, shut up. Mind your own business. I brought my own. Why you crawl down the drain and die already? And then you snap your gum. Um. <laughs> No, but uh, I'm bad in situations where somebody comes up to me, like a weird guy comes up to me to talk because I just have no, I'm like, ah, all right, I know, I get it. You're a weird guy or whatever. And they immediately pick up on that and they're like, were you, were you mad at me? Were you, what, you think you're better than me? Tom, and then, you know, uh, what, you know what, what you would hate more than being you? judging by that story i imagine you'd hate being a woman (laughs) oh absolutely i would hate being a woman if you have to you've dealt with that what like once or twice in your life (laughs) yeah well and and you know similarly uh i've been in situations like that where it's like uh this guy's gonna like come over and start bothering like women that are you know in this group of people and then it's gonna be a like hey pal like you know she said she's she's not you know she doesn't want to drink wait your boyfriend it's like no just just a hero the guy that's trying to be your boyfriend and (laughs) hopefully this will help no that's her boyfriend (laughs) The guy who I hope she notices isn't doing anything while I stand up for her um, honor. Yes, Tom. Yes. Before we go any further, Mm -hmm. I'd like to honor you with a toast (laughs) for your 40th birthday. Great. Hold Um, on. Let me crack open a beer. So go ahead. No, no, Tom, you ruined my joke. So go ahead and raise your glass of prune juice. Tom, don't worry. Uh, When you're 40, you can still do all the things that you used to do, just not as fast. Uh, Is this a roast, Tim? Have I been invited to Comedy Central's celebrity roast? Tom, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, 40's not that old for a tree. Yeah, it's not that old for a tree. Tom, uh, you'll be happy to know I'm, I'm throwing you a fortieth birthday party, and it's it's guaranteed to make you feel young. Oh, that well, that's very nice of you, Tim. Uh, yeah, uh, because we're having it at the old folks' home. Oh, you'd be was young compared the, to was them. Was that the cheapest place you could find, or something? No, it's to make. <clears throat> I know you're worried about your birthday cake, Tom, seeing that'll be adorned with. 40 candles, which is a lot of candles. And a mm-hmm. lot of people are saying they don't think you'll be able to blow them all out. But I tell them, don't worry. Tom will definitely be able to do it. He's always been a big windbag. Who told you that they think I'm not going to be able to blow them out? 
The others. What others? Tell me, give me some names, Tim. AJ. AJ said, all right. Well, I'm going to have to give him a call. Paul. There. Paul. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm but keeping Tom, a list. But Tom, you've been a good sport tonight. Uh, on a serious note, I'm proud of the man. Like that. I'm proud of the man you've become. To me, you're not 40. You're four perfect tens. Tim. Are you coming on to me? Are you? Yeah, you're beautiful. You're very beautiful. Are you making a pass at me? Wow. Tim, well, that did make me feel young to feel flirted with again. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even get slapped. That's because we're not in the same room. The next time we're in the same room, Tim, you'll be getting a, first and foremost, you'll be getting a, a slap. I mean, you slap me most of the time. Just, uh, you know, you're, you're like Mo. I'm like Larry. <laughs> well, you're always, Tim, whenever we're, we're trying to pull some kind of a scam on some rich old ladies, you always slip and say something uh, that, that gives away what our true intentions are. And to be honest, you're asking for a slap when you do that. Well, I mean, the assault that follows from, from you is, is, is mostly unwarranted. <laughs> But a lot of times it's because you've unscrewed something, which has caused something else to bang me on the head, and you don't even notice that. Tom, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. You sent me a video of the Three Stooges today. <laughs> <laughs> it was a video that outlined the way that the Stooges uh, actually really got hurt. Yeah, yeah. It, it had video examples of them getting hurt. So there'd be text on the screen that said, like, uh, uh, the director assured Mo that Larry would not get hurt in this trick. But, uh, he did. And then he got a pen shoved in his head, and Larry yeah. did get hurt. But there was one that, uh, I didn't tell you this time when we were talking about it, but uh, it was uh, it was like uh, oh, Mo like, twisted his ankle mm-hmm. during the take. Yeah. But... He was such a professional. He knew to dive out of the shot so mm-hmm. not to ruin the shot. Yeah. And in doing so, he hit his head on the bed <laughs> post and knocked himself unconscious. And I was like, this I got to see. So the text explained that on, on the screen. <laughs> and then I'm watching the scene and it's three ladies on the screen talking to each other. And they start walking away. And I'm thinking... When are the Three Stooges going to enter the frame? And I was so confused. And then one of the ladies fell down. And uh, it was the it was the Three Stooges dressed up as ladies, but they they fooled me. <sighs> that <laughs> I don't know, Tim. That's not good. I don't know if you should be. Uh, you should perhaps in state care for not recognizing. <laughs> I know. I. I I, I I've been I've been I just feel, I feel like I needed to get the, it off the my chest. I've been on the phone with doctors all night. Yeah, how did I not recognize the Three Stooges in in drag? No, and I watched that scene, Tim. It's them all talking like this. <laughs> I know, and, and they're like, talking about well, how as, handsome as the Three Stooges are. Up, <laughs> as soon as these ladies get off the screen, then I'll be able to see Mo really get hurt. Tim, you weren't you weren't doing anything untoward while you were watching this uh, Three Stooges video, right. were you? Okay, enough. I'm just asking. That's uh, no, no. I think I understand what you mean, and and if I if uh, no, 
You're 40 years old, Tom. You can't be making jokes like that anymore. Get your that's, mind out of the gutter. Grow up. That's all the jokes I make now, Tim. I, I've been ruined by Spencer's gifts. They've they've given me all these these bad, put all these bad ideas in my head. Uh, there was also a um, a Dunbar, but it was uh, for your penis. You know, it had like a like the bar went up. You know, like a dumbbell. Uh, yeah, dumbbell in in the shape of a uh, not in the shape of a penis. It looked like a little dumbbell, but then it had like a hump in the middle of it that was you know the the width of a penis more or less, mm-hmm. and it was uh, to presumably to work out your penis because once again, once you're forty, it stops working according to Spencer's. Um, but this was on Amazon. And I couldn't believe this, this had like 4.8 stars out of like 500 plus reviews. It's like, how many people are buying this? And then why are so many of them feeling like I got to leave a review? Um, but there was one one star review towards the top that just read, did not like this, was not what I thought. <laughs> Bought as a gag gift, but thought it was for your fingers. Oh man! <laughs> Why do they let the reviews on the Spencer's gift site? No, this was on Amazon. I also oh, looked okay. on Amazon beca- because, oh, okay. like I said, Spencer's left uh, a lot to be desired. To be honest, yeah, Jeff Bezos is the new Mister Spencer. It seems like. Yeah, I'd like uh, some like over over the hill shirt, and the hill is uh, Jeff Bezos's bald head. This week's episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Tim, you know, sometimes when we're doing this show, we have to research some topics like murder, uh, uh, marijuana, all kinds of things that I don't know if I would necessarily want people knowing that I'm uh, searching for. Yeah, but we have to do it as part of our extensive research yeah, for the topics that we cover on this show. Exactly. It's it's an occupational hazard. Uh I know probably what a lot of people out there are thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter if you get your internet from Verizon or Comcast or uh, what do we have around here? Optimum. RCN. Yeah, RCN, Time Warner, all these people. ISPs in the AOL. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure server so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time... I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and is easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link, our exclusive link, Tim, 
at express Thank v- you. <laughs> at expressvpn.com slash guide. And you can get an extra three months for free on a year uh, one year package. That's EXPRESS VPN.com slash guide. Expressvpn.com slash guide to learn more. This episode is sponsored by Sakara. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Sakara gives you the ability to not just eat healthy, but truly enjoy it with chef-crafted, plant-rich meals that build a foundation for radiant health. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients and are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. The menu of creative, chef-crafted, ready-to-eat breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh to your door anywhere in the U.S. Tom, get this. Mm-hmm. Along with delicious, plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. Made with organic, raw cacao, it works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. And Tom, I, I know you're like, Tim, I know you're a very trusted source, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, uh, I look to you for advice here. Sakara has also received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, The New York Times, and more, so you don't just have to take it from me. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide and enter code guide20 at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order, sakara.com slash guide and enter code guide20. Oh, here's another thing I want to bring up about uh, uh, turning 40, and then I'll get to some of my wit and wisdom that I've learned in these years. Um, Tom, does it suck that you're turning 40? Are you bummed about it? Um, I don't know if bummed about it is a word. Is is the word I would It is a word. I don't know if it's the word I would use. I would say that like I remember turning uh, like 10 and being like, oh, I'm a big boy now. And then turning 20 and being like, oh, shit, I'm not a teenager. Things are serious. And then I remember turning 30 and thinking like, fuck, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. But 40, turning 40 feels like a completely different thing than turning 30. Mm. Um, And I've been just trying to keep in perspective that... um. Cause like, I remember us complaining when we turned 20 and 30 and now when we see people complain, we're like, ah, shut the hell up. So I imagine, you know, some, some 105 year old crone hearing me complaining about turning 40 and he's like, ah, shut up. You're always thinking about what old crones are going to say. That's I'm very, uh, concerned all the time about, uh, what old crones think of me. Yeah. Well, but speaking of old crones, old crones are always trying to give you uh, apples, to eat, <laughs> but never, never eat it, Tom. It'll, it'll, uh, you'll be, it'll, it'll cause you to sleep for all eternity. 
<laughs> I thought they just had razor blades in them, so that's why I've been avoiding them up until yeah. now. No, it's worse than that. Um, uh, I learned, and I did not know this, because I was looking up like uh, like middle age, because I'm like, yeah, 40, like I had always, you know, grow, growing up heard like, yeah, 40 is over the hill because mm-hmm. you're entering middle age. And like you said, you know, middle age and over the hill, like, it's a little bit um that's generous uh, optimistic yeah, yeah that that you're going to make it to 80 plus i did not know that there has been a concerted effort by the baby boomers to to change over the hill in middle age to starting at 50 instead of 40 what are you talking about a concerted effort by the baby boomers who is there All a petition the, the yeah the the Beach Boys they were or is all it involved. Just the general sentiment on Facebook. Yeah, kind of just the general sentiment, and I was shocked at how many uh, like when I searched for like over the hill gifts, how many that had two designs and one that same exact design except one said forty and one said fifty. Hmm. I was like, no, 50's not, I don't know. Spencer Spencer's gifts assumed you would be dead by the time you turned 50. I don't think they had anything for 50-year-olds. So that's so I look, I should agree with the boomers. I should say, oh no, 50's the new middle age because I'm gonna live to be a hundred years old. Uh, but I know that's not the case. Um I, I, I don't think know, that, you might. I'm yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> somebody will murder me long before then. Um, yeah. No, I, well, and I was going to say that I think that that, like, even when, when you turn 30 and you feel like, oh, turning 30 makes you feel old, it still doesn't make you feel like you're, like, that much closer to death. But turning 40, that's when it's like, oh, like, some stuff's going to stop working soon. <laughs> Hopefully when, not the important things, but I'm going to start breaking down now. Yeah, it's less surprising when you read about people your age who have passed away. Right, and like, you don't Oh my feel... God, what happened? It's more like, oh no, what happened? Yeah, yeah, it's not like, oh my, it's, you know, they, they barely had a chance to live somebody in their 40s dies it's still very tragic but there's more of a like well at least they got to blank uh tom i should note if you're feeling bummed about this just Mm -hmm. know here are the people here are some uh, well-known people who you've outlived maybe this will cheer (laughs) you up uh the british bulldog davy boy smith he died at age 39 tom so I was probably still a kid. I guess maybe that's why I didn't hear. Um, Yokozuna. Oh, yeah. Died at that, age that, 34. Well, he was uh, very overweight. I imagine he, hmm. he had some and, complications uh, from that. And Big Dick Dudley. And that's a, a porno guy or? It's a, it's a wrestler. It's a oh, wrestling so they're man. all wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, they all died in their 30s. Did you look up wrestlers who have died in their 30s? I did. I did. I just. I didn't have to look anything up. Oh, you just knew asking. those off the top of your head. 
Yeah. You keep track of what wrestlers have died and how I old they track, were. I, I keep track of a lot of things, Tom, that's, that happen to be relevant to the yeah, conversation, just, so I brought it up. It's strange just because, it, as far as I know, you're not really a wrestling fan, so it's a weird thing to then keep track I have, of. I think I have a wide breadth of knowledge, and I was just sharing it when it was well, relevant. This, again, and I seems see... very, this kind of knowledge seems very specific, but it's fine. I guess it's a normal thing. <laughs> Tim, maybe maybe this is going to be your hobby going into old age. What? When you get into old age, you Imparting... get into hobbies. Oh yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I guess that's true. Tom, I, I, I for the record, and mm-hmm. less for you, more for the listener, I can't relate to Tom here. <laughs> I am <laughs> not, not forty. I am not in my forties. <laughs> I am not old. Um, so I, I appreciate Tom, I appreciate your candor here and I appreciate you talking about what, what you're going through. And I hope this will prepare me, uh, when the time comes in many years to, to, to tackle the challenges that you're, you're tackling right now. Um, and I wish you the best of luck and I'm sorry this is happening to you. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I feel blessed that this isn't happening to me. Tim, you turn 39 next month? Uh, uh, what month is it? This month is April. Next month is May. That's yeah, my when birthday, your birthday is in is. May. My birthday is in May, correct. And you'll be turning 39 years old then. I'll be having a birthday in May, as, <laughs> as always, as you'll, usual. You'll be... As, s- I've co- as I've come to expect... Uh, You'll be celebrating having been alive for 38 years and entering your 39th. I don't really celebrate birthday. I don't like things to be about me. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of a modest, humble guy. Um, I don't want to celebrate all my my many accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, I'm glad. uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're embracing uh, what's happening to you. You're, I didn't actually even realize that you're only 13 months behind me. So yeah, you'll be turning, uh, 40 literally next year. Mm, We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Somebody might get to you first. Um, Tim, I, is that Tom, can I ask you, is that your car alarm? (laughs) No. And I was just about to, every time I get up to go and close the window, it starts. The window's open. Yeah. It's hot in here. And there's a there's it's it's 38 degrees outside, Tom. I know, but there's it's a, cranking hot in here, Tim. You know, you know, I've recorded in an open air studio. It's it's <laughs> it's a part of the whole vibe of the show. Um, I was reading about. Um, I went to a website called bestlifeonline.com. Oh, nice! And they had an article about like. Um, uh, Wait, well, I just went to their website and the top story is if you smell like this, men won't forget you, Cher says. <laughs> um, I mean, Cher, I mean, look. It's probably I don't, piss. Like, I remember yeah. everybody I've met who smelled like piss. I don't think you do, Tom. <laughs> That's true. But also, I don't think Cher is in any place to judge. Like people are gonna remember Cher because she's a famous uh-huh. singer and Oscar-winning actress. Mm-hmm. Um, be like, oh, it was the way that I smelled was why people remember. No, they remembered that they met Cher. The, no, the- she was saying that she's saying this is what men smell. If you smell like this, oh, 
Oh uh, yeah, uh, I guess you're right. Yeah. I thought I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was like Cher talking about the most memorable smelling men that she's uh, met. It would be interest. It would be an interesting twist if Cher had like a scent memory that was a lot like <laughs> Mary Lou Henner's uh, memory of like oh, knowing photographic what happened. Memory. Out. Yeah, but if Cher mm. had that, but it was just like I never forget a smell. I never forget a man's smell. Well. Human beings remember smells better than any other uh, senses. Like that's Did why, you, like that's why smells make you feel nostalgic. I know, and I cite that all the time. But I think that came from an Axe body spray commercial from two thousand six. Tom. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't mean it's wrong, Tim. They have that's a lot where of you and scientists. I get most of our science knowledge, though. <laughs> yeah, they they had a whole they had a commercial with all the scientists that were working on the smells. So I'll trust them before anybody else. Thank you very much. And they were all beautiful women. Yeah. And then once the guy uh, walked in wearing Axe, uh, they ripped off their clothes and couldn't resist them. Yeah, and they know the science behind it, and they still are like, you know, for, I, yeah. uh, I'm going to do what I want to do. And when I saw that, I said, this is a scientific method I can get behind. <laughs> um, so I was reading this article on bestlifeonline.com about, um, like, uh, what happens in your 40s, like uh, good things and bad things, you know. <laughs> okay. uh, none of them, like, some of them were real dumb uh, but some of them, even though I'm not 40 yet, I can uh, uh, see. And the biggest one that I want to talk about, which actually like they don't even mention it. Well, I guess they do mention it in the article, um, which I have noticed more and more in recent years. And it is legitimately awesome. It was something that I always look forward to. Can you and get the- to the point? You've been, you've been <laughs> preamble to it. It's just not giving a shit about anything. Not anything. But like not giving a shit about certain things that aren't important. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Not not giving a shit about anything. Then I would just I don't know be a slug on the You've floor. Kind of low level been doing that for <laughs> forty years. But like not giving a shit about what uh, what other people think about you. Like, and I'm still not a hundred percent there, but I'm mm-hmm. more and more getting there. It's great. It's the best. Mm. Um. And like that is definitely something to look forward to in older age when like, I don't know, you just don't uh, you don't care because you're like, I don't give a shit what I don't give a shit what somebody thinks about me if they aren't in a position to like, I don't know, better my life or it isn't like somebody I care about. If it's like a stranger or whatever, like I still care about first impressions and stuff. But like, yeah, but I don't think I ever would have considered you a people pleaser by any. By any oh no, but I'm saying stretch. this just this just makes me. I'm just not a people pleaser. I'm just a little bit that. But I'm just thinking about like uh, you know walking down the street and like uh, teenagers looking at you and being like, oh, do I look like a dork? Are they laughing at me? Uh, and you know, as you get older, you're just like, who gives? Fuck you! Shut up! <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Uh, but the people pleasing thing too, because uh, even though I'm not a people pleaser, um, I'm still like uh, somebody that doesn't like to say no. Yeah, and that does get older. And uh, along those lines, is Best Life Online. Uh, I, I don't know why I keep mentioning them. Like 
they're a sponsor or something. I just want to give credit where credit's due yeah, for these no, that's very good. That's, basic that's ideas. Responsible, yeah. Um, Tom, I know you don't like saying no, but also mm-hmm. to avoid. It's not like you say yes. You <laughs> right, just don't I just re- avoid you it. Just don't respond. Yeah, right. So I should just start being more to comfortable even like, saying no. Hey, do you want to hang out with all of your friends today? We're all getting together very close to your home. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying no or yes, mm-hmm. you just don't don't reply. Yeah, because I don't care. Like I said, Tim, mm-hmm. uh, if, if I don't care about somebody's feelings towards me, then uh, I don't care about you know what, what they think. And that goes for all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but along those lines, there there was one in here. Uh, amazed at how easily you can walk away from toxic relationships. Um, that's also been like a way easier thing where like you start to realize like some of the people that you're around or that like you talk to and stuff and you're like, why am I doing this still? Like, I don't have to give this person any time. Like, eh, spending time with this person doesn't make me feel better. Eh, fuck it. I'm just not going to do that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. And it does, like, how, beca- what? How many toxic relationships do you have? Not toxic relationships, but, like, I feel to- like people, if you have more than two, two toxic relationships, you know what? It, it, it's your fault. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Not so much relationships, but like people that, um, there's no reason to to be yeah. To be and it's just kind of like associated uh, with these people. Not even associated. It's like ah, uh, this person like whenever I talk to them, they just make me feel bad, <laughs> or like yeah, uh, they they you know have a different view of the world than I do. They value different things than I do. And, uh, you know, as you get older, I think you're just like, eh, like, I don't see eye to eye with this person on a bunch of stuff that's important. So, eh, I'm just not going to spend time with them anymore. You're going to use turning 40 as an excuse (laughs) to just really disengage. Look, what I'm Uh, saying, Tim, is this has been a very toxic relationship for a long time. (laughs) I mean, in a way it has. No, but like I know of, uh, you know, like younger people, like, uh, um, like old coworkers and like cousins and stuff that, uh, and like acquaintances were like, they have, uh, you know, relationship problems and stuff where like I hear about them. I'm just like, I just tell that guy to fuck off forever like or don't even tell him that just block just him on your phone. Don't respond to the email. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that part I enjoy. That's look. I've always wanted to just be able to out and out be a dick to some people, and now uh, I can do it without feeling any guilt behind it. Yeah, it's not like you you can start doing it now. I mean, you've been doing it for years and years, right? But now I I stop feeling bad about it. Yeah. Did you feel bad in high school when you were an out and out dick to everybody, <laughs> including me? No, I felt great about it. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim, you misheard. I didn't feel bad when I was a dick. I felt bad when people were a dick to me. Oh, I see. Okay. And now I don't have to allow that to happen. I could just Do you walk think away. This is how the baby boomers became the baby boomers. Just like with every passing, with every subsequent decade, it's like 
I'm just going to be, it's acceptable to be more and more of a selfish asshole. And then uh, you just. I mean, yeah, I do worry about that. I am actually aware of that, that, uh, that, that seems to be that, that there's a, a thin line between like not giving a shit about what other people think of you and not giving a shit about other people in general. <laughs> but just being like, Oh yeah, hey, I'm 40. So in 40, whatever happens after 40 years from now, I don't care about. Yeah, I won't be here to. It won't to affect see me. It. Yeah, so might as well get mine while I can. Mm. Uh, one of the other things they said is you get the sleep you need because you can't function without it. And I've definitely uh, seen that happening over the past few years of like. I I'm incapable of staying awake if uh if I haven't gotten sleep. Whereas like when you're young, sleep's more optional. Mm. <laughs> Not all the time, of course, but like you can do you can pull an all nighter if, if you know push comes to shove on something uh, like a paper yeah. or whatever. And now it's just like, oh no, by nine o'clock I'm going to be exhausted, so I'm just not going to do that so i i get good sleep because i just don't wake up if i haven't had enough sleep so that means i need to make sure i get enough sleep um i never had that problem i always sleep a lot i've slept a lot my entire life good well yeah i mean i have too but now i sleep more tim uh i'm also uh thinking about having a midlife crisis okay (laughs) i support this Um, uh, I have some ideas for a midlife crisis. Most people like buy a Corvette. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have that they, kind of money. Well, yeah, I don't have that you kind have of money. Remotely that kind of money. And I don't want a Corvette. Yeah, I mean, you, it, it's a moot point whether or not you want it or not because you can't <laughs> afford to have it. But what I could afford and which I would like as a midlife crisis is a Segway. And, Tom, and combined, that is the saddest midlife. Please don't com- do this. Do not do combined this. Combined with not really giving a shit what other people think about me, maybe I finally have the confidence to just, you know, be the Segway guy, have a Segway in my neighborhood and just tool around on that all the time. You're going to get tickets from the cops, Tom. It's not street legal. Uh, they'll have to catch me, Tim. They are street legal now. They changed those laws. Oh, Nice. Yeah. They might send one of them robot dogs after you to. Oh, that's my worst nightmare. Um, I could also start uh, building ships inside of a bottle. Hmm. My dad did that. Really? Yeah. Like af- after high school? No, like a few years ago. Um, yeah. Well, that's after high school. Yeah, but I think I'm he just got, saying. I, think I remember being around it. your house in high school and not seeing ships in a bottle, or yeah. else I would have uh, played with them. I think he did. He got one. bored with it. I think he did one and was just like, I, I don't, I don't know why I did this. <laughs> did he do one and then uh, like uh, one of his employees was like, "Oh, this is very nice," and they accidentally dropped it right in front of him, and your dad blew his top and was like, "That's another sitcom trope that would always happen." Yeah, no, no. I think, I, come to think of it, you probably got like a ship in a bottle kit for uh, the, the the gift and yeah. made it I and mean, decided I it wasn't for him. They've all got to be kits, right? Did they just sell ships to just build normally, but 
then some people are like, I'm going to build this ship in a bottle. No, because then where do you get those really long tweezers and stuff? Part of the kit. Yeah, no, exactly. Without a kit. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's gonna what I'm buy, saying. Like, I don't think they ever yeah. sold them I'm otherwise. Gonna, you know what? <laughs> What's the point? The The bottle makes it so much harder. Why don't you just build a ship, uh, a tiny ship, otherwise? Because when you build it in the bottle, that's what's impressive, and it takes a lot of patience and a lot of time. That's why when somebody's employee comes in and knocks it off the the shelf I, and it I shatters, it. it's like, oh, that took me forever. No, I understand. I don't know. I just I can't imagine having the patience to do that. I would I would lose no, my mind. You don't. Yeah, you don't have any patience to do anything. So I can't imagine you build. Yeah, you'll just build. I do a ship. this week after week with you, Tom, and that's <laughs> it's an exercise in patience. Um. I could also become a professor and start dating my students. That's that's another thing middle-aged men do. That's um okay. I mean, I don't uh, think you have the ability to become a like where are you going to become a professor? This is uh, something you had to work towards. See, this is No, a thing. I'll do it somewhere you, you, shitty. You, you kind of you you, you dilly-dallied for 20 years and now you're not in the mm-hmm. position to buy a corvette or become a predatory college professor <laughs> because you didn't work towards these goals <sighs> well you know when you put it that way tim i really feel like i've been wasting my life these are the two things i want more than anything else in the world um this article i'm going back to this article it also said you're you no longer care that you're out of touch with pop culture I am getting to that point, Tom, and it rules. Well, they said the the example they gave was like, you don't even care who Billie Eilish is. And I remember when you made fun of me for saying I watched the Billie Eilish documentary. Although I will say this, I think pop culture is more complex now than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not the monoculture anymore like there have been. But I think actually, like, um, you know, new musicians, uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I, there aren't like a ton of new musicians I'm like a big fan of necessarily. But like, I like listening to new music. Like, that's always interesting to me, at least. Like, oh, like, let me. It's not interesting to me. And oh, really? I'm just fully like, oh, this is beyond, like, this isn't for me. And like this is beyond, like this is beyond well, what I'm, I, I'm willing to kind of go down this road. But I think what separates us, that separates the forty-year-olds from the seventy-year-olds, <laughs> is that the seventy-year-olds are like, well, it's all bad. And I'm just like, oh yeah. no, it's no different from the music that was new yeah, when I was than young. Than the terrible music yeah. that I listened to, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's not- yeah, I think that's definitely true because we all grew up with that, like. You know, our parents being like, oh, let me tell you about the Beatles. And it's like, yeah, I know the Beatles were good, but that doesn't mean no other good bands ever existed after. Right. Um, But I was going to say, like, I, I, you know, do like listening to some new music um, because I think the the things about pop culture I don't get now are like things I it would be great if it, it, or I think. 
older people older than us when they were complaining about like pop culture passing them by it was like oh you just don't like some new musician because it's like music that's a faster tempo than you're used to whereas now pop culture it's like oh it's happening on some app that you don't understand the point of and you don't understand how to get it and you don't understand (laughs) what it does um so when you get to that and then it's like Okay, you gotta wrap your head around that. Now you can learn about why this person's famous, uh, and and what that means. Yeah, there it, there are just more levels to it, and it's fine, you know. Everybody, but I think that is like you know, it's weird for us to get to the age where they're like feeding nostalgia back to us. But I think the one difference—I mean, not for everybody, but at least for me when I'm like consuming nostalgic things that I'm like, Oh, that was fun. Whereas I feel like when we were kids and boomers were doing it, they were like, this is the only good music. (laughs) This is how you make movies. This is how you make TV shows that the way they do it now it's garbage. It's like, no, I appreciate the way things, things happen now. And then I occasionally like, I don't appreciate TV from the, Oh, that's Mindy was, yeah, but I mean, when we were kids, like, you know, when we had, like, dumb cartoons or whatever, and people were like, uh, this isn't, like, Howie Doody. Howdy Doody, that was how you really made a show. It's like, this is all garbage to sell sugar to children. It's just fine. Yeah. G.I. Joe's no worse than Howdy Doody. Put it on my tombstone. Um, G.I. Joe is worse than Howdy Doody. G.I. Joe is pretty bad. They shot lasers at each other and nobody ever hit anyone else. <laughs> anyway, Tim, um, what else? Oh, this this article also said that uh, when you turn 40, you'll finally understand jazz. Tom, you don't have any... Uh, you don't have you're not interested in 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 appreciating jazz no it i i thought this one was funny tim because i've always understood jazz have you on a deeper level than you yeah and probably most people to be honest with you tim i've never Just i've never talked to your ear off about jazz <laughs> i mean you talk uh, about your guys yeah uh, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs. Yeah. You wouldn't believe the way this guy played the saxophone. He was the jazziest cat around. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Um, I, I have wisdom for you. Should I give that to you now or after the plugs? Um, let's do it after the plugs. If you like the show, you can find out more at TCGT.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books to podcast. The only podcast about books this week. We are reading finishing up wrinkle Wrinkle in time. time. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's wrinkle a wrinkle in Tim week. Tim is reading uh, wrinkle in time. Part three, Uh, the last part. And I'm going to watch a movie. You can get that. 
and so much more at patreon.com slash complete guide. Check it out. No obligation. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm saying you can check it out. You don't have to sign up. Please, no COD. <laughs> um, Tim, I want to depart you with some wisdom. Okay. Um, th- There's some wisdom that I've learned. Uh, Spend time with your loved ones. Okay, that's a good one. Um, Drink more water. You're probably not drinking enough water. Yeah, I know. You, you, this is a new thing. Literally yesterday you got a thing about uh, the, an internet-connected water, water bottle. bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, finish the video games you have before you buy new ones because those new ones will go on sale by the time you're ready to play them. That, that's wise. This is what I've learned in my 40 years. Um, and along those lines, save shit no one thinks will be worth anything and chuck stuff that people think will be worth something. It's my advice for collectibles. We, we, when we were kids, we collected all these uh, like comic books and baseball cards because our dads all had stories about like, I threw out my Mickey Mantle rookie card mm-hmm. and now I'd, I'd be a millionaire. Uh, that that was our, an impression of both of our dads. That is a, a spot on impression. <laughs> they both grew up in Brooklyn. Um, My dad did. <laughs> so, um, you, that's not the stuff that's going to be worth money. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, I saved all that blood stuff. number one in my death of Superman. Yeah. That's not worth anything. Meanwhile, the video games that, like, I found out, Tim, I have a video game that's worth $2,000. What video game? It's called Snatcher. <clears throat> <laughs> and that's not why it's worth two grand. <laughs> um, and my Are you going to sell one, it? No, it's gone up tremendously in value, so I'm going to hang on to it. Sell it as an NFT. Uh, yeah, all right. Maybe that, I'll try to do that. And that way you can <laughs> well, keep it, and then scam. somebody else can have the digital ownership of it. Yeah, whatever. Um, and uh, my last pearl of wisdom, don't eat things that make you feel bad. I mean, that you're not following that at all. Uh, I know, but sometimes the advice you give others is maybe the advice you should take for yourself. That's some beautiful advice, Tom. Do you wish you had also done- make oh. make sure you always have uh, an old man's pecker erector on hand in case you need a a, a hard I mean, on in a jiffy. That's not for that's not advice for a young person. That's that's, that's no, that's more. That's I'm saying buy you. it before you turn forty, and they yeah. might be hard to find by then. Do you think it's a bummer that you never made any thirty under thirty or forty under forty lists? Maybe I did, and I just didn't hear about them. Is it depressing that uh, there aren't lists like 50 under 50 because like anything that people <laughs> do that is just like not remarkable? It's like, yeah, no, you know, they're supposed what, to be doing things. It's not impressive there, when somebody does a thing and they're 45. There should be lists, though, that are like... Can you uh, believe a 46-year-old man did an impressive thing in his career? Yeah, yeah there should be like a, a 40 over 40... And it's like 360 uh, ollies. 
Yeah, you're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm saying that's what you're gonna that's hurt what yourself. they should Tom, have. Tom, you're going to hurt yourself. A 50 over 50, 60 over 60, and let's just hear about some extreme stunts. Um, do you have any regrets? Is there anything that you wish you had done before your 40th birthday that, that you didn't do? Uh, no, cause I'm still alive. So like technically I could still do Yeah, anything. but you're, you're limited in your abilities now. No, your I think mobility. it's honestly, I <laughs> like a few years ago was when I started feeling old. When I started the like, oh, I can't drink as much as I used to. I can't eat shit like I used to. And I like, wish I could relate to this, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. And like things hurt yeah. if I do. Uh, so honestly, like turning 40 right now, when I think about it in the abstract, I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good actually, because I've already like come to terms with the other old feelings, you know, like gray hairs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you look okay for 40, I'd say. Wow. Thank you, Tim. What? A, you sure you didn't want to put that sentiment in a greeting card and give it to me on my birthday? <laughs> I did. No, I'm not getting you a greeting card for your birthday. This is it, Tom. This is your celebration. Hey, happy birthday. Yeah, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.